Each week, we take a moment, sit down, and talk about things going on at the road in what we call the Road Detour. Welcome to the Road Detour, and my special guest today is my wife, Stephanie, and thanks, babe, for being here with me today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. We always start. uh, We're going to talk women's ministry and direction and goal and some of the events that are coming up, but we start with a a few fun questions, and I'm going to start with a serious one I've, I've already uh, kind of tip my my hand to you on this, but you know we've been married for 15 years, uh, and we've uh, been knowing each other for 17, maybe mm-hmm. a little longer than that, and uh, we've had our kids grow up. So I'm going to ask you a couple things. Biggest, biggest thing you've learned about raising kids because our youngest is 27, and our oldest is 36. Mm-hmm. So pretty good tenure. Uh, span there. They're all adults, uh, at least chronologically. Uh, that's where they're at now. So, biggest thing that that you, uh, I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Uh, hey, just truth speaking. <laughs> uh, biggest thing that you've learned about about children and and raising and parenting uh, in the last 15 years. That's a loaded question because there's a lot of stuff you learn in parenting. I had a, I have a a baby gift to give to somebody. And I was filling out the card the other day. And the thing I said to him was that children teach us as much about life, if not more than we teach them. You know, I, I, when you become a parent, you learn or understand better God's love, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, from a standpoint of, you know, your kids can mess up and you're never going to quit loving them no matter what they do. You know, and you start to understand that better about God and you start to understand God's grace and mercy even more and you understand his discipline more and the necessary, you know, why it's necessary. And so, you know, there's, I think as parents, we, we learn from them really in the, in the realm of more about God. You know, it helps us understand about being selfless and, right. you know, serving and giving and giving and giving until you're exhausted and, you know, watching your children stumble um, and wanting to fix it, but knowing that the only person that can fix it is them. Right. So, uh, and letting have the, letting them have the chance to fix it. Yes. Yeah. Right. right. Not trying to swoop in and do it for them because it will never truly be corrected until they're ready to make those. Tell me this. Doesn't it feel good though, to see them when that stuff starts coming together? It does. Yes. I mean, I'm when that happens, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is like it. such a huge blessing. And, and you're more thankful than ever before. You know, when your kids are young, you have these dreams for them, right? Like, of course, you want them to be happy and you want to protect them from everything, which is not ever going to happen. But right. we try and sometimes we try we, we protect them too much, you know. And so you, you have all these ideas of I want them to grow up and be married and happy and successful. Life. Yeah, like this perfect life. And you, then then they start to go through some things. And as you're going through it with them, pretty soon you're like, I just want them following God. I don't, I don't care what they do. I don't, I don't care if they're, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't care if they're, they don't need to be a doctor. They don't need to be whatever, a professional in human resources or, or whatever it might be. I just want them walking with God. And I want their life to have more peace. And I want them to just be on a good path. So I think the thing that that if I could, and I shared this with our at our men's leadership thing, give God time. Yeah, uh, man, we get impatient as parents, and we want perfect kids right now. And uh, 
what I have found to be true and faithful is this. God loves our kids more than we do. And and give him time to work in their life and to get them where he wants them to be. Yeah, don't swoop in and rescue them from everything. Yeah. You know, and and even that gives us a picture of God, right? Sometimes we're struggling through something and we're praying. And when we're praying, we're telling God what we want to happen. You know, mm-hmm. God, do this for me. God, fix it in this way. And I think there's times when, first of all, that's not God's plan. God has a different plan of how he wants to fix it. But also, uh, he's not going to swoop in and rescue us because we have a lesson to learn. Yeah. You know. How about 15 years of marriage? What, what marriage advice would you give people? Mm-hmm. Who's the funniest guy you know? <laughs> I know? I know what guy thinks he's the funniest guy. <laughs> oh. But I, I will say you run a close race with, with other, what fun, I think other, I fun, other funny people I know. <laughs> <laughs> so what, do, do you look back and would you, would you tell people that are, uh, that, that are married? Because we're all doing this you know, same journey. What would you tell them? Oh, I, I would say put your relationship first. I think a lot of people uh, make the mistake of, of making their focus, their children. and children. Or anything else. Yeah or, yeah, or other things, right. And and as you age, and I mean, as children grow up and they go live their lives and they do their thing, you know, you so guys are still stuck with each other. One you of know? the big things, and you and I have had this conversation that makes me feel loved is you choosing me. Because there's a lot to choose. I mean, you get kids, you got grandkids, you got right. parents, right? And there, there are times in life that I have watched you choose me, and that makes me feel loved. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I think that's important. I think that we live in a world that tells us, you know, we got to put all this focus on our children. And don't get me wrong; I mean, children are definitely a priority. But I think the healthier your marriage relationship is the healthier overall home life All your children gonna are going to experience. And that, yeah, it's just a snowball effect. Right. And so um, I would say that that's probably the biggest, right? Biggest um, suggestion I have. Okay. Well, let's talk women's ministry a little bit. Let's do it. Uh, so for the last two years, we've put a heavy, heavy emphasis on our men's ministry and God's blessed it and prospered it. And uh, we are going to model some of what the women's ministry does after uh, what the men's ministry has found great success in, and that, in particularly, that is our Bible reading plan groups. And so you guys are, are about to start here in another 10 days. We are. And I want to say, you know, it's not that so for a while we've had the desire to start a Bible reading plan group for the women. Our biggest challenge has been the time. When is the best time for women? Well, it's, there's no time. You, you know, w- for women especially, they wear so many different hats, you know, and, and at one point we tried like a, a morning, a 9 a.m. one, and we tried, you know, a couple of different things and it just, it didn't work. You know, you're trying to get kids off to school and you're trying to get to work or... Or it you, only works for a small segment right, of yes, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to reach, you know, the largest number of people possible. We're trying to pick a time that works best for the majority of women. So let, let's just talk practical stuff here. Typically in the morning, who's getting the kids ready for school? Right, the, the moms are feeding breakfast. Not all the time, but typically they're they're running the ship. Right, right. They're yes. making sure everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Uh, in the evenings, there's dinners, there's bath times, there's bedtimes, right. there's all the stuff that goes with that. 
and, and then not to mention ball practices and yes. gymnastics and the yeah, million the hundred, things the that family do. day of school, yes. dress up stuff and yeah, the projects going and, to the grocery store, making your meal list and going to the grocery store and buying the groceries. And it, it is just so trying to find. Uh, and, and, you know, somebody said this to me the other day that being a woman can definitely have some very lonely seasons of life. Mm-hmm. It's because you get caught on that treadmill of doing all those things and you have no real connection right. with a peer group or a mentor group. Or yeah, and you lose your identity too. You're, you're cook, housekeeper, you know, chauffeur. Right, right. Maid. Yeah, you PTA, know, you, all that. Doctor. Yeah. Do they even do PTA you know. anymore? Yeah. Do they? Yes. I don't know if they yeah. do or not. Anyway, <laughs> so we, you guys have chosen a time that you think will work. Right. And that time is? Sunday evenings at five o'clock. So here at the church. Mm-hmm. Five to six. Most often in the foyer. We're having right. to shift uh, for some special events a few times, but most often in the foyer, all you got to do is show up. Yes, right? that's correct. And tell me what the format's going to look like. Well, we'll have a table lead. We'll have about six women per table. We'll have one person that is a table lead. We'll have some questions. We'll generate some questions. And then there will also be some time just to have some basic discussion, you know, so that the women can interact and and hopefully be an encouragement and a support system for each other through this. Hold each other accountable. Encourage each other. uh, Reflect back on the Bible reading plan and... uh, and then talk about just some practical stuff for married life and parenting life and single life, because right. that's what you get into. We have singles and we mm-hmm. have marrieds and singles again and a vast array of people at different stages of life. So that's going to start on what day? That starts on uh, March. No, I'm sorry. Excuse me. That's the women's conference. Uh, that January. is starting January the 14th. Yeah. 14th, five o'clock. Yes. Here at the church. All you got to do is show up. There's no sign up. You just show up. Coincidentally, the 14th is also our family skate night. So here's the plan. Men, grab those kids, take them to the family skate night, set your wife, your significant other free to be a part of a significant spiritual connection for your wife, for your mom, somebody that you can uh, minister to just by taking the kids and 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 plugging into a fun skate night and letting them uh, build some relationships and uh, some spiritual growth. And we're excited to see where that goes. Yeah, I mean, we hope every Sunday evening when the women are meeting that it's a great time for fathers to just have some one-on-one time with their kids, you know, engage with them and build some great memories just without mom around, yeah. kind of orchestrating things. If you're in our men's group, if you're in our men's groups, and you're meeting Tuesday nights, you're meeting Friday mornings. I'm telling you, you're fixing to get hammered to make sure you're watching those kids so your wives can have the same experience that you have, right? Uh, they're not her kids. They're our kids. And we do our fair share as men uh, so that our wives can have that spiritual advantage also. Then you guys have a big thing coming up on March 8th. Yes. Yeah, we're bringing Amber Smith in. So tell us who Amber is. So she is the wife of Granger Smith. And uh, they have a great story to tell. They had a son that drowned a few years back. He was three years old, I believe. His name was River. And they've come through that. And as a matter of fact, her, her husband has has quit touring and traveling to go into full-time ministry. Yeah, he's and, pursuing and the call. So they're going into ministry together. And we're excited to have her. And we're excited for what she's going to bring to the table. She's going to address uh, a lot of what we face in the world today, and that's anxiety. And how you work through that and you know how you trust God. So tickets that. will go on sale on the twenty eighth of January. They're fifteen bucks. 
Right. 10 bucks or 15 bucks? They're, they're $10. $10. Sorry about that. $10. Um, we're looking for a packed house. Uh, to hear Amber and and her story with Granger, then Granger will be joining us in the fall uh, and speaking to our men and speaking to our entire church. So we're excited about that. But tickets will be available at the Hub on campus at the Hub starting the week of January 28th, $10 each grab a couple of them, right? This Bring is a friend. The, this is it. Yeah. This is the kind of event that you look at your friend that you work with and go, listen, you want to come hear a story of a family who went through tragedy, came out yeah. the other side. Uh, and it just, it's a great opportunity. Great we're, opportunity. We're excited about it. We're looking forward to it. Hey, do you have any questions for me? I didn't even throw you that out there. I didn't know I was going to get that opportunity. I know. You'd have prepared, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I would have prepared. Yeah. And I, I would have been scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I don't no. have any questions Anything for out there people need to know about me that they don't know? We talk about this often. Well, I mean, sometimes I do think they should see your dance moves. My dance moves? I have about three, right? You do. You have about three. Yeah. They're, they're pretty. That's for a private they're, viewing they're, only. I'm they're just pretty, saying. Pretty adorable. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think a lot of people don't realize you you have uh, any dance moves, but. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah. I, I, however limited, they're. They're for you only, babe. They're for you only. <laughs> yeah. They're for you only. I, uh, we have a good time. I, I am thankful for this lady. I'm thankful God brought her into our life. We laugh a lot together. And we just enjoy being together, and I'm excited to see where Steph's involvement in our women's ministry is going to uh, open doors and take us there and uh, get involved, right? Uh, there's a comment section under this. If you got a question uh, about our women's ministry, uh, put that question in the comments, and we'll try to they get you an answer. They can also go to our page. Facebook page. Facebook yeah. page through the that CRBC. Facebook page, CRBC w- it's women. Women's, women's Ministry. Yeah. Women's CRBC Women. CRBC yeah. women and uh, check out what's going on there. Anything else? Yeah, I, I just want to say too, I, I realize, and we kind of touched on this already. Women are busy. I get it. I mean, I, I live that life too. I, I'm running a hundred different directions. And my hope is though, that you'll make this a priority because this will be life changing uh, on several levels, not only just through understanding the scripture better, uh, getting other people's perspective on the scripture, like what stood out to them and so forth, but also just connecting with other women. So, so, so stop for a second. How has doing the Bible reading plan changed your life and my life as a, mar- in a, mar- as a married couple? Yeah, we discuss it a lot. I mean, every day. Yeah. Typically, it's like, what, what did you, what'd you get out of the plan today? Or what it did sounds you like write? this. What'd you write about? What'd you write about today? Yeah, what'd yeah. you write about? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you we've know, had we... some really good discussions and, you know, and it's interesting to hear the two different perspectives, like what stood out to you is a lot of times different than what mm-hmm. stood out to me. And sometimes it's the same, but it, it's been really good. It's a good conversation. Um, it's focused. Generator. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're talking about, I think, especially we don't have children at home anymore. Right. But for the families that do, I, th- I think that's so cool for those kids to see their parents talking about the Bible. Uh, absolutely. You, you know, I mean, one one thing when I was growing up that I used to love, we'd, we'd come home Sunday morning after church and we'd be sitting down for dinner. And my dad would ask a question about something, you know, from about the, the Bible related mm-hmm. from the sermon and generate conversation that sometimes turned in just to a great all out family discussion about things. And sometimes we agreed or disagreed or 
whatever, but it, it makes you think and it makes you search the word more so that you can understand truly what God means in, in the scripture in ways that maybe you haven't before. And if you're if you're a parent like us of adult children, uh, nothing says that you can't look at your adult children and say, "Hey, you want to do this with us?" And uh, and that you you know, hey, not a hundred percent all the time, but we got a lot of adult children that'll follow our lead as parents if we'll just give them the chance. Well, the children are also going through. Is that correct? They're going mm-hmm. through the same thing. The, so mm-hmm. you know, also it gives you then they want to engage too. Hey, this is what I learned, or this is what right. I read about, or whatever. I know we have a grandson. That's going through the foundations book and uh, they have great questions in there and, yep. and it's geared so well to children that it, it's it's a great foundation. We've had a couple them. of questions uh, come in uh, because here's here's what's happening and it's exciting. Uh, we have two churches now that are using a recent sermon series that we've done as part of their educational program. Uh, the one we did on spiritual warfare and then the parenting series we did on arrows. That's awesome. A couple of churches have picked up, and they're using that as as part of their uh, education program, which, by the way, any of our stuff you want, all you got to do is reach out. I- anything we have is yours to use, which brings me to the Foundations book. Uh, the Foundation book, if you show up at church and you buy it, it's 5 bucks. You try to order it on Amazon, it's 15 It is available on Amazon for those people who are doing this, who are not part of our local church, and we have people everywhere that are doing it. You can pick that up, or you can contact us, and we can show you how to uh, where all of our material is online. Uh, we mail stuff out, man. We do. We we're we're for people growing. We don't care where you are, what church you're involved with. If we can help you, that's what God put us here for. So, yeah. hey, if you got a women's group that wants to come to hear Amber, you need yes. to reach out. If, you, if you're doing your women's ministry and you're a church, maybe you don't get the opportunity to do something like this. Reach out. We'll get you on board with our yeah, group. And get that. your group involved. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're, we're all about it. All right. Hey, guys, have a great rest of the week, and thanks for joining us at the Road Detour. 